Are you ready for the end of the world? This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. Circle of family, circle of friends, circle of being. Wake up, be healthy, and therefore wealthy, to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Your Community Spirit, coming at you live, local, and in your face, as usual, on WDBX. 91.1 91.1 FM, Community Radio for Southern Illinois. Your uncle said we're up here for the holiday. Jane and I were having solstice. Now we need a place to stay. And her Christ-loving uncle watched his wife hang Mary on a tree. He watched his son hang candy canes, all made with red dye number three. He told his niece it's Christmas Eve. I know our life is not your style. She said Christmas is like solstice, and we miss you. And it's been a while. So the Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground the best that they were able And just before the meal was served, hands were held and prayers were said Sending hope for peace on earth to all their gods and goddesses The food was great, the tree plugged in, the meal had gone without a hitch Till Timmy turned to Amber and said, is it true that you're a witch? His mom jumped up and said, the pies are burning, and she hit the kitchen And it was Jane who spoke, she said, it's true, your cousin's not a Christian But we love trees, we love the snow, the friends we have, the world we share And you find magic from your God, and we find magic everywhere so the Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground, the best that they were able Now where does magic come from? I think magic's in the learning Cause now when Christians sit with pagans, only pumpkin pies are burning Tried to do the dishes Her aunt said really no Don't bother Amber's uncle Saw how Amber looked like Tim And like her father He thought about his brother How they hadn't spoken in a year He thought he'd call him up And say it's Christmas And your daughter's here He thought his father's sons and brothers Saw his own son tuck his sleeve Saying can I be a pagan Dad said we'll discuss it When they leave so the Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground the best that they were able Lighting trees in darkness, learning new ways from the world And making sense of history and drawing warmth out of the cold Yes, that was Dar Williams with uh, The Christians and the Pagans, uh, one of my favorite holiday tunes, all about uh, finding uh, peace and harmony with people of other beliefs around the holidays. 
So you're listening to your community spirit. If you are a regular listener, you may have noticed that I'm not, in fact, Ford Energymon Beck. Uh, he's off on more solar adventures. Uh, I believe he's teaching at the moment. But we've got plenty of news and happenings and events here for you in the meantime. We're glad you decided to join us here at WDBX. So let's see what we've got on tap for today. All right, let's get into some of the news. Got a, a whole collection of climate news here. I'll read some highlights from it. Uh, they've got this post that they have on grist.org. It's called the uh, A Walk Through the Week's Climate News. It's the climate post. And it's been, been a little while since we had any major climate news to share on here, I believe, but got a little bit to talk about. Uh, on Monday, negotiators at the Cancun Climate Summit got down to brass tacks, settling into vast sunless meeting rooms <laughs> intent on restoring the credibility of a process aimed at slowing global warming. Well, they also seem to be slowing down the process of slowing down global warming, it seems. There were the usual moments of comic relief, including the removal of professional climate skeptic Christopher Moncton from a corporate lunch and two apparent early victories in negotiations between the U.S. and China. Now, this is a bit of news. China appears to be ready to accede to U.S. demands that it should allow verification of its emissions. And China made a pledge uh, that the U.S. is in no position to make, that its carbon emissions will be uh, binding as a U.S. convention. So... They also made this pledge at uh, Copenhagen, and it would see China reduce its carbon intensity of its economy. So the amount of carbon it emits per unit of GDP would decrease by 40 to 45 percent of 2005 levels by 2020. That's a lot of carbon decrease. Of course, that still leaves a lot of carbon going up into the atmosphere, but uh, at least they're at the table talking about it, I suppose. Some people called that a game-changer, China's announcement, but... Others pointed out that it's nothing more than business as usual. Um, and actually, Assistant Chinese Foreign Minister Liu Zenmin confirmed uh, this analysis, to, denying that it, the country had softened its stance on its own emissions. So basically, people are getting excited about this, this fact about China making a pledge to reduce emissions, but it's something that China was already talking about doing. So there's lots of ups and downs in Cancun. I uh, guess at least the weather's nice out there, eh? Hopefully they're having fun as they, uh, as the weather gets hotter in Cancun and around the world. Alright, a little bit more climate-related news. Uh, in Congress, is clean, quote-unquote, energy the new renewable? United States Secretary of Energy Stephen Chu said at a nuclear energy summit on Tuesday that the Obama administration might be amenable uh, to including nuclear power in future energy legislation, expanding in an apparent attempt at bipartisanship the concept of domestic and climate 
friendly energy sources beyond renewables. Now, this is something we've discussed on here several times. Uh, there are There is a movement of people trying to declare nuclear as a climate-friendly solution. Um, there's also a lot of questions about that, uh, questions about what to do with the radioactive waste, and questions about whether or not the amount of energy that goes into creating such plants and perpetuating them is really helping humanity in the long run. There's debates on both sides. Uh, but so we may be hearing more of those debates if they do follow through on this initiative to include nuclear energy among uh, other energy strategies. All right, here's another bit of uh, hopefully more encouraging news. Sustainable IQ. The EPA names the nation's top smart growth cities. Now, whether or not the cities need to continue growing is one question, but <laughs> we've got uh, some examination here of how they're going about this growth. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Which are the smartest communities of them all? When it comes to intelligent growth, the United States Environmental Protection Agency says the smartest cities are New York, Baltimore, Portland, uh, that's Portland, Oregon, and San Francisco. EPA also commended 20 towns in rural Maine. Uh, these communities have received the EPA's Smart Growth, Smart Growth Awards for innovating in everything from creating small public spaces in densely packed urban cores to investing in compact communities and preserving forests and farmlands. Now, I was a little surprised by the New York getting on here since they're so huge and have such a big carbon footprint, but they're apparently making efforts at changing, like promoting bicycles. Uh, they've also even got, uh, now I haven't been to New York in a while, but they've apparently added uh, little rest areas to Times Square, which is pretty amazing for me to think about because I did visit Times Square when I was there, and it was a very crazed, hectic place, but now there's a place to stop and uh, enjoy some coffee, uh, improve the walkability of the place by giving you a place to rest. That's pretty interesting. And uh, EPA praised San Francisco for transforming a seedy alleyway in a somewhat derelict part of the south of Market area into a vibrant public space lined with restaurants, shops, and a farmer's market. I'm a big fan of farmer's markets, so that's fun to hear. And uh, Baltimore got an award for green building design that rehabilitated a historic building into a mixed-use residential and commercial space that revitalized the surrounding neighborhood. So a lot of these solutions that they're going for are things that help both people and the environment, which when you can find a way to do that, uh, you're doing double the good for the same amount of effort.
All right, now this story, I, could, I can resist this story, even though I don't think this project's actually going to come into play. But uh, this story is called The New Pneumatics, Food Tubes Wants to Take Food Distribution Back to the Future. Sometimes the Internet's twin obsessions of cutting-edge technological innovation and science fiction offer interesting and useful hints of the future. And sometimes they don't. Case in point, the Food Tubes Project. Uh, the brainchild of a consortium of academics, project planners, and engineers, Food Tubes wants to move our fossil fuel-based transport system underground and, well, into tubes. In our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at uh, info at yourcommunityspirit.org. We've got the links to a YouTube slideshow about the project, a uh, nice little picture of the Jetsons having their food delivered by a pneumatic tube. Uh, and it, they're, they're describing the system that they could create in the UK of a 1,500-kilometer underground food tubes ring, and it would connect all major food producers and retailers via 3,000 kilos of smart grid-controlled air pressure pipes. And on the one hand, I love the futuristic nature of this, the sort of retro-futurism. Let's deliver everything by pneumatic tubes. Uh, on the other hand, I'm not quite sure it's going to get the funding. And the, the goal here is to reduce the amount of fossil fuels being used by having a low-energy method of distributing these foods. Instead of having to drive through the stop-and-go traffic of the city, you just put it down a tube, and it gets to where it's going. They actually, the list I had forgotten about, so I was vaguely aware of this fact, but back in, uh, back in the turn of the last century, they did install a pneumatic tube system in New York City to deliver mail. This mail was connecting 22 post offices in Manhattan and the general post office in Brooklyn. And the pipes were between 4 to, 10, 4 to 12 feet underground. Um, sometimes they went along the subway tunnels. So this is theoretically possible. I'm all about people throwing out uh, potentially wild and crazy ideas for solutions to the climate crisis. Uh, so in salute of that, we have food tubes. All right, get to one last news story, and then we will get to our happenings. First, getting fresh in schools. USDA removes major barrier to Michelle Obama's salad bar initiative. Now, you may not be familiar with this, but First Lady Obama announced last week that a new public-private partnership called Let's Move Salad Bars to Schools would make it possible for as many as 6,000 salad bars to be installed in U.S. school cafeterias. An estimated cost of $15 million. Now, when this first story first came out, a lot of people were concerned that uh, the salad bars would uh, not be uh, allowed because of uh, certain, certain fears of the taxpayer money going to it and all that. But uh, apparently, uh, they, according to the USDA, they are going to not have any rules against it, so schools will be free to be a part of the program. So the, uh, the, the Let's Move Salad Bars to Schools project has said that local, local health inspectors uh, 
We're already citing a memo from Child Nutrition Division. The reason for declaring the self-serve salad bar as a potential food safety hazard. However, they actually, Grist Magazine, grist.org, uh, did a little investigative journalism. They're one of the sources that we actually get a lot of our environmental news from. And they asked the USDA, and the USDA says they do not prohibit self-service salad bars. Apparently, they need to take care of basic concerns you would do for any self-serve uh, product, like having a sneeze guard and having someone there to keep an eye on uh, the quality of the food and all that. But there's this huge opportunity for kids to uh, have healthy food in school instead of having highly processed uh, non-green foods. Uh, that's pretty exciting to me. I, as, as you may know, I used to be a raw foodist for about three or four years, and I learned a lot about the values of uh, fresh, healthy food, and it's, it's good to see the possibility of children getting access to that. Now, what I would like to write to them to and try to get them to do is to combine that uh, fresh foods initiative with a local foods initiative so these kids could be eating fresh local greens. We'll get some news to you on that if and when it happens. All right, then let's go to our holidays for the day. Today is the 344th day of the year. There are 21 days left in the year. The year is almost over. <laughs> We're so late in the year that you can actually look at the calendar and say, ah, oh, there's 21 days left in December. There's only 21 days left in the year. So hopefully it's been a fun year, and hopefully the next year will be fun for you too. Some holidays coming up. Human Rights Day today, so do your best not to violate anyone's human rights today. You might want to keep that commitment for the rest of the week too. So National Salesperson's Day, Nobel Peace Prize Day, UN Human Rights Day, and the birthday of Emily Dickinson, the poet. Pretty exciting. Saturday, we've got uh, International Shareware Day. Uh, I like shareware and freeware. Glad they have a holiday for that. UN International Mountain Day. Might be a good time to look up mountaintop removal online and see what you can do about that. Uh, anniversary of UNICEF. Coming up on Saturday, let's see, coming up on Sunday, the birthday of Frank Sinatra, the singer and the actor. Exciting times. Monday, uh, let's see, Santa Lucia Day in Sweden. Uh, Tuesday is the birthday of Nostradamus, so if you've got any exciting new predictions for the new year, you might want to make it on Tuesday. <laughs> see if he has any insights for us. Wednesday is Bill of Rights Day, always a good thing to celebrate. So I like having freedom of speech. If we didn't have freedom of speech in this country, they'd probably come and drag me out of this radio station right now. <laughs> and uh, Thursday, got a few different holidays, birthday of Ludwig von Beethoven. And it's also Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. So if you're not a fan of Barbie or Barney, now's your time to mock them coming up on Thursday. It's the anniversary of the Boston Tea Party. So lots of holidays, lots of reasons to reflect on history and celebrate whatever we've got going on. If you want to send us your, your holidays or your happenings, which we have coming up now, you can give me an email. My email address is treesong at treesong.org. And the, the email address for the show, which Orr usually checks, but he forwards things to me if need be, that email address is info at yourcommunityspirit.org.
And I want to mention, actually, speaking of websites, uh, there's a website, wdbx.wordpress.com. We've actually got a blog there where people with different radio shows uh, post their information. We've started posting some information from Your Community Spirit there. Uh, if you want to get our podcast, you still have to go to yourcommunityspirit.org, but uh, they've got news from a bunch of different shows, the sort of music the other shows play. Most of the shows here on DBX are music shows. Some of them even have little links to videos, so you can see musicians performing. It's an exciting, exciting website, wdbx.wordpress.com. All right, now let's get into some of our happenings. Got a film showing, Check Dream. This is a film and discussion coming up on Sunday at 6 p.m. The Big Money Independent Media Center, 214 North Washington in Carbondale. Check Dream is now just like the American dream. Dream of two chickens in every pot and a superstore in every suburb, glutted with discount goods. Shopping is the new religion in the wor new world order. And there's a commodity fetish out there. And there's a hilarious critique of it coming up in this excellent documentary by two young Czech film students. Uh, they make up a new box store called Czech Dream. And they put out all of these ads. It reminds me of one of the stunts of the Yes Men, that uh, performance group, uh, activists. They, they come up with this box store that they call Czech Dream. And they say, oh, this is opening now in this town. Everybody come to the grand opening. But uh, when people come hungry for consumerism, they, they get a surprise. They don't get what they expected. And I don't know exactly how it goes, but that's why I'm going to go and check out the film. Once again, it's Sunday, 6 p.m., uh, 214 North Washington in Carbondale at the Big Muddy Independent Media Center. We have one more happening. We've got several, in fact. Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner. Coming up tonight at 6 p.m. at the Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. Now, this is a pretty regular Friday happening, but there's always a different theme over there. This week, they will be learning how to can with Courtney. This is sponsored by Attitude Designs. Uh, she's from there. Have you always wanted to learn how to can? Now's your chance to learn. Soup, bread, and desserts will be made and served while we can. Uh, bring apples, tomatoes, and take-home containers. So, just what is slow food, anyway? We talk about these slow food dinners, but what is slow food? Well, you know what fast food is, right? At a slow food dinner, people meet and cook together. They take their time to enjoy each other's company and to savor the meal. Uh, I... I only get out to it occasionally, but I enjoy the atmosphere because it is pretty much the opposite of a fast food joint. You know, a fast food joint, you go, you go through the drive through as fast as you can, you get your food, you eat it while you're driving, and then you get home not even realizing you've eaten. <laughs> but this is, this is more of a community atmosphere. You come, you can help prepare food, 
can talk to people from different cultures, different places. It's a good time. It's again coming up. They start start the cookie at 6 p.m. Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. Oh, another regular happening, the Vigil for Peace. That goes on on every Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion in Carbondale. Now, they're out there holding vigil to bear witness to the costs of war and hold out hope for the promise of peace. Saturday at noon, Town Square Pavilion in Carbondale. All right, now this is an exciting happening. This is a this isn't one of our regular happenings. This is a special one-time extravaganza. Uh, this is Mr. Mischief's Comedy Spectacular. This is a benefit for the Big Muddy IMC. It's coming up on this coming Saturday at 8 p.m. That's tomorrow at the Big Muddy IMC, 214 North Washington in Carbondale. Now, just to lay your mind to rest, I know I play an amateur comedian here on uh, on the radio. But uh, I'm an amateur comedian. We're going to have the, uh, the skilled professionals take care of this comedy show. <laughs> so hopefully the jokes will be a lot funnier than the ones we crack here on Your Community Spirit. <laughs> we, we try. We really try, but we're a grassroots effort. Here we have performers who will be doing their comedy thing. So uh, Mr. Mischief cordially invites you to an evening of hilarity, jocularity, and ribaldry, all in the name of supporting local arts venues. They've got a $5 suggested donation, and you get to discover the finely honed comedic talents of, of many local comedians. Heather Hall, David Sharp, Mike Garvin, Lindsey Greer, Nico Wood, Kyle Scanlon, Megan Sampson, Kevin Hill, Garrett Collender, and Anna Wilcoxon. Now, I've actually heard some of these people perform, and it's pretty exciting to see all of them gathered together in one place. I'm sure they'll have entire place laughing. You can bring your bodies, your keen eye for talent, and your love for independent community-based art and the places that allow that to happen. In return, they will bring you some funny, or they will die on stage trying. And I, I have confidence, a lot of confidence in the former and know that the latter will come too, as with all comedy. So once again, uh, I'm looking forward to this. Hopefully I'll see you there. It's coming up tomorrow, 8 p.m., Big Muddy IMC, 214 North Washington in Carbondale. Should be quite a laugh. And now we do have time for one last happening before we turn it over to the next show. We have a happening coming up, Transportic Playground. This happens every Monday at 9 p.m., every other Monday, and... Uh, this coming Monday is one of the Golden Mondays when it's happening. 
This is Monday, 9 p.m., Global Gourmet, located at 102 East Jackson Street in Carbondale. Now, they sometimes, this, this is a wonderful open mic where poets and other performance artists can get up there and talk at the mic. Sometimes it's just an open mic. There's not a particular theme. You bring what you want. But this week, coming up on Monday, the theme is going to be show and tell. This is everybody's favorite grade school activity. Uh, they encourage poets to bring an object to share, to write a piece about that object, or simply display an object for others to enjoy. As always, all forms of spoken word artists are welcome to the mic. So even if you don't have a particular object, you can come to the mic, but we're encouraging that. And I don't have an object picked yet, but I've got a few days to work on it. Uh, pick an object and write a poem, so hopefully I'll get that done in time. If not, I might have to do some impromptu poetry on the stage at the mic. All right, well, once again, this has been an exciting and informative Your Community Spirit. Hopefully you've enjoyed it as much as I have. If you want to contact me with happenings or news, my email address is treesong at treesong.org. We'll be back here again next week on the radio. We will see you here.